and welcome to Power Up Your Potential with me, Leslie Unger, President, Electric Impulse Communications. I spent Saturday night with Alice Cooper, Bette Midler, and Chris Rock. Did you know that most speakers lose their audience in the first 10 seconds, often before they've said a word? Now, before we look at how to open and how to close a speech, we need to look at this from a larger, what I call fatter, more strategic perspective. Every speech is the result of a mindset and giving that mindset a voice. Every act of communication is the result of mindset and giving that mindset a voice. If you have the mindset and don't give it a voice, there will be no communication. If you give it a voice, but it's the wrong mindset, you're not going to move forward in the direction in which you want to move forward. So first, let's embrace why you are speaking. What is the mindset for why you are speaking? And I would submit to you that you are speaking to persuade, not to inform. The last time you spoke to inform was in high school or college speech class. The mindset needs to be, I need to persuade someone to think or do differently. Now, when we go skinnier to what's the best way to open, the skinnier, more specific best way to open is with a wow. We need to open with a wow and get attention. Here's something that you need to know that most what I call amateur speakers may not know. Half your audience is not listening to your opening. Conversely, the other half is listening intently to decide how much they're going to listen to your speech. So you need to open with a wow that will wow the people listening But for the people not yet listening, they won't miss anything that will be crucial to going on with the content of the speech. When you end, you need to keep a couple things in mind. You need to end on a thought-provoking note. You need to make the audience think differently. If they don't think differently, they're not going to do differently. You need to cut through the torrential downpour of messages that we all get every day and give them something to think about. It could be a statistic. It could be a quote. It could be the use of a rhetorical device. Then you need a call for action. How do you want them to think differently or do differently after hearing you speak? It's that simple. Here's the test that I always apply to myself or to any client. If Mike Wallace, may he rest in peace, if Mike Wallace from 60 Minutes was on the other side of the door as audiences left hearing you speak and he put a microphone in their face and asked them, what did you want them to do? What did you charge them with doing as a speaker? What did you charge them with doing as an audience member? What would they answer? When you can answer that question of how you want them to be different, they will be able to answer. Here are a few tips that amateur speakers often don't know. If you remember nothing else, remember this. Your conclusion needs to tie back to your introduction. In that way, you are tying your speech together with a big bow 
as though it is a gift you give your audience. Everyone knows it's nice to get a gift, even a little nicer if it's wrapped, but it's really nice if it's wrapped with a big bow. The test of your introduction is not only if it's a wow, the test is can you tie your conclusion back to the introduction, end on a thought-provoking note, and have a call for action. That's the best way to open and to close a speech. By the way, I open my comments with the opening sentence in an article that I'm writing about the good parts of Cleveland, Ohio. The real lesson for all of us and the call for action is, what interesting events are you attending? How can you share, how can you leverage your experiences with your audiences and your clients? You've been listening to Power Up Your Potential with me, Leslie Unger, presenting you with ideas to electrify your future.